What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rolls too big, too fast, too strong, history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose. And we're here after a horrible announcement today. Well, I mean horrible depending on who you are. Um, I, mean, I mean, I think it's horrible depending on who it doesn't matter. It sucks for everybody. I'm, I know you're laughing because you think I was not actually hinting at me. I saw some things on Twitter that people were talking some DEFCON 5 shit that seemed pretty happy about it. I, I'm not happy about it. I think it's horrible. But okay, we'll get into that news after I do my spiel because you had a laugh. This is a professional show. We gotta be professional out here, okay? You're gonna get fucking fired. All right. Maybe I want to be fired. Hey, hey, man. You know what? You just you just gotta fucking play the cards as they lay, right? I'm gonna be out for four to six months. I too have a foot edema. Yeah. So just start off the show with that. Besides, go to ontapsports.com. You know where to find us. You know what to do there. Um. All right. Yeah. So the day starts off, goose. Okay. We have rumors coming out last couple days, right? It's like there's no trade market for Zach Levine. Detroit's interested in Zach Levine. They're only going to give us Bogdanovich. They might give us some young talent. That was started by that diehard Chicago Bulls fan page. No, the fuck they're not. Okay? Just want to throw that out there right away. Unfollow that troll. Sammy Hassan's the guy's name. Just saying. Just to follow the guy. I'll call him out. I don't care. I think he's – what he does is ridiculous. But anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, well, I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you get onto that after. I don't give a fuck. Um, but anyway, so it comes out after all these rumors fly and go everywhere that Zach is going to be out four to six months. He's missing the rest of the season. He's getting surgery on his right foot. Now, listen to me, okay? Because I'm going to say this and I'm going to give you the floor. I'm not fucking saying the guy was not hurt, but I'm also not saying he got surgery. So that month he didn't go to Detroit. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying because I don't want to go back to, to that. The Bulls' injury history is so messed up that I believe, literally, in this last week, I read Zach Levine is fully recovered, just a little sore, just playing it, blah, 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 going to need another week to evaluate. That was the information that we got before this news. So you're like, cool, Zach's sitting it out. He's going to wait out the trade deadline. He's good to go. Bulls are letting teams know Zach is good to go. He's just not going because he's a little sore and he doesn't know what situation's going on here. So don't 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 worry, Zach's fine. The only reason he's not playing is because well he might be getting traded and we're not going to risk anything because he has been dealing with um, some kind of foot ailment. So uh, precautionary. And then today 
uh, it comes out that Zach Levine is just not tradable at all. <laughs> no, no, it's it, it, you, no. You got down to the bottom of the barrel. You were willing to trade him to the worst team in the Central Division. The only team worse than you in the Central Division was going to trade for your best player, and you were like, you know what? I don't even care that you're not going to send me anything of value. I'm just going to give them to you for expiring salary so we can decide what we want to do with our roster. And, yes, I don't know where Zach Levine is now having season injury. That, I don't care how um, you, you want to spin it. Maybe he needed the surgery no matter what, but it could have waited till the offseason. And because of the rumors, it was like, well, would you like to play for Detroit, Zach? We're clutch <laughs> sports. We don't want any athletes in Detroit. Um, so why don't you just sit out the season, let the Bulls figure out the rest of their mess, and then you might be the best player left in Chicago by the end of the year um, on a max deal, and then you don't even have to move. And that, uh, honestly, um, from a fan standpoint, is just given the way that everything's gone, frustrating. That was news, and he just disappeared because he kicked the computer. I didn't notice it because I was looking at my phone. Went off. We have, we have more rumors about Zach Levine, actually. And Steph Curry scored 60 points. No, I agree with everything you said. I think that Levine is uh, – I think that he has completely played this up. Clutch Sports has played this up. I'm with you. I'm backing what you said. Also, I got the rumor – or not rumor, the uh, news that Steph, 60 points. Phew. 60 points for Steph, dude. Of, oh, the eight games, of the eight games that you sent me that you had pulled up on your screen, that wasn't one of them? I was watching it, and then I went back down to the Knicks on one and the Bulls on the other. Because, I mean, the Knicks are just fun to watch right now. But, um, no, I, I agree with everything that you said. Uh, Clutch doesn't want Zach in Detroit. Zach doesn't want to be in Detroit. Um, again, so, I'm not, not going to say that he got the surgery to avoid Detroit. Zach's, I'm just saying. Zach's childhood friend um, who's on Twitter and on Instagram, and you've, you've seen them kind of together here and there, um, kind of part of his entourage, travels with him. Uh, I put out a tweet that was along the lines of, you know, the mental state for Zach has got to be super weird right now because the, you know, the team that gave him a max contract has been shopping him since he became trade eligible. And since that moment in time, nobody has wanted him bad enough to offer anything of value. And the, the response tweet to me was, we all good over here. Um, so Zach and his camp, apparently content and thrilled with what's going on. Of course, I he's getting paid $40 million, million dollars. To, to get front row seats to the Chicago Bulls games right now. And, and then Zach Zach Levine, he's gone. He's hurt, and I felt like they dropped the the the, the seeds in there to plant today because Lonzo Ball was on commentary for a little bit. During yes, the so we we have about sixty five million dollars worth of clutch salary just sitting on the bench right now. I what the fuck happened? Like you know, like what just what happened? It's it's just so horrible. Like I mean, it's just it's horrible. Like, the whole thing is it just went from extreme optimism to, like, all right, we're going to be able to get out of this to being, like, we are stuck, stuck. We might be in the literal basketball hell. We're in, we're in the shadow realm of, of no, basketball and hell. Be, before my computer decided to cut me off, because I don't even kick things anymore. The wire just jiggles in the back on its own because my bass and my voice vibrates it or something. Um, take that bass out your voice when you're talking. You gotta take that bass right? out your voice, boy. Um, uh, hopefully... Since you can't trade Zach Levine, and that was the only thing this front office was seemed to be concerned about um, up to this deadline, now maybe they're forced to trade Caruso, to trade DeMar, to trade Drummond, um, and let Kobe White get the ball at the end of the game. 
Because you know what's funny? Is- I'm glad I'm glad you said something about that because before we got on, I always watched the first little bit of um Kendall, Jason, and uh Will. And the frustration in the voice of Stacy and Jason Goff was very apparent. The last three possessions of the game, Kobe White didn't touch the ball. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got a comment here. We got to trade DeMarc Caruso. We lost him again. And Patrick wanting a large new contract. Patrick Williams isn't going to get a large contract. I, I, I just don't see that happening. Um, if it does, I'd be, I'd be very, very surprised. Um, I welcome back. I don't see that happening. But, yeah, Kobe White not getting the ball at the end of that game, Goose, that's, that's rough. No, I mean, given where your season is going, um, I don't care if you win basketball games if it's not due to Kobe White. And most nights it is going to be, um, even without getting the ball the last few possessions, he was the reason why this team was in the game. Um, unfortunately, that uh, backcourt violation on the bad pass by Caruso um, kind of killed the momentum towards the end there, despite that uh, still was a one-possession game down to the buzzer. Um, but De'Aaron Fox apparently loves to hit like 33-foot um, three-pointers um, <laughs> to steal our soul uh, once yeah. a year. It's it's just become a tradition for him. So it, this this was a tough one, um, especially for, for those who actually stuck it out and got to see the comeback and uh, kind of got to get a little excited for the ending of this game because being down at 30 points at one point really 20, was 26, 26 points was the Bulls' uh, largest deficit. Um, they outscored them in the third quarter, 29 to 20. Um, they, they, I mean, they had a really great run there. I mean, but at the same time, like everybody started talking shit, like, oh, they're on a comeback and everything like that. And the Kings didn't score a basket for about five minutes and 34 seconds. They didn't record a field goal in the third quarter. Um, the Bulls missed opportunities with some untimely turnovers. They had 16 of them tonight. Uh, but I want to read a couple stat lines here because I, I do want to talk about Kobe. He's, he's phenomenal. He's the guy on the team right now, no doubt about it. Um, just let him and the young guys cook. I, I don't need to see DeMar trying to take over games against a 29-win Sacramento Kings team right There now, is okay? five days left. If DeMar is still in a Bulls jersey. Oh, it, it, that's fucking pure incompetence. Especially with the Zach injury. Yeah. Which all but guarantees that he is on your books next year, which means retaining DeMar is probably going to mean the luxury tax. You have to trade DeMar DeRozan. You have no option. I mean, that's probably the other thing that Clutch is sitting there laughing at. They're like, wait, wait, you thought you were going to trade our client? No, no, no. You got to trade everybody else because you owe him $40 million. Um, and he's going to be here next year, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I mean, it's just such a kick in the dick. It, it really is because I, I like DeMar a lot. He has definitely regressed this year from where he was at before. Um, you know, but hey, man, Father Time's undefeated. Uh, he goes five for 14 tonight. He had 24 points, seven boards, six assists, four steals, uh, 14 of 15 from the free throw line. That's where he made his living tonight. Um, did I read Kobe's? I don't remember if I did. If I didn't, uh, 10 for 18 for Kobe, four for seven from deep, 26 points, six boards, four assists for him. He did have three turnovers. Vooch, big game from Vooch, 10 for 18. Wow, he shot over 50% from the field. Good for you. 24 points for him, 12 boards, three uh, assists, and a steal. Um, Io had 18 and 39 minutes. But, I mean, that's another thing, too. I mean, the minutes that fucking 
that Io's been playing, Kobe's been playing. This it's not sustainable to keep going throughout the rest of the season. These guys are playing big time fucking minutes. I mean, they're young, so those two. Vooch ain't are, young, and Demar ain't young. Demar and Vooch are not yet, but Io and Kobe they can play forty plus minutes a night. They probably want to play forty plus minutes a night. Oh but yeah, yes. Demar, Demar with five days left. Uh, please stop playing him forty minutes a night. Um, we don't need him to get injured. And similar with Caruso. Uh, we saw him tonight on that dive towards the end of the game to try to save the ball. Um, pull a hammy. Something got a little tight. He's stretching, leaning. I don't like to see that. We he should you know what? He should have fucking been gone. And I love him to death. I'm gonna I hate to watch him go. It is when you make a signing like they did there, and he, he becomes did. literally one of the best contracts in the NBA because he is an all NBA defender who is shooting 40% three-point on volume attempts um, this season, when that value reaches that peak and your team is as mid as we are, and you get the news that uh, your $40 million a year player is not going to be coming back, regardless whether you trade him or not. Um, So you're not getting any. He's gone again. I don't know what's going on with that shit. But, no, Caruso should have been gone. And that, that's what the worst part about this is, is because the Bulls failed Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso played the best basketball of his fucking career here. I know he's got a ring with the Lakers, but that is like the perfect complimentary piece that you need to win uh, when you're a competitive team is Alex Caruso. And now well, it's a Bulls, they, they, they failed him so bad, Goose, that it you have to move him because he holds value. You fucked yourself with your picks. You fucked yourself with everything. You, you have to move you know, You've waited too long on absolutely everything. Zach Levine can't be traded anymore. Um, come the summertime, DeMar can't be traded anymore. Uh, sign and trade, maybe. Uh, but the teams that he's going to want to go to and that are going to want him uh, are going to get him for a mid-level exception. They're not going to have to sign and trade for him to get him on, onto their roster. Um, so, no, the, the time is up on just about all these guys. Uh, with Caruso, obviously, he is a piece that you'd like to build around. But when you're the Chicago Bulls, you're going to have to pay Alex Crusoe a $20 million extension to keep him around. And as much as he's probably worth that number, uh, when you crunch the numbers, when it comes down to durability and the direction that you're headed, you're a mid-team. This dude deserves to be on a contender and chasing rings and getting championships because that's just the kind of player that he is. Um, in today's and, NBA, that's exactly, I agree with you. That's how it is. Like, you know, back in the day, goddamn, back in the day, he would have totally been, you know, a guy that I would love to see on my team for the long haul. But in today's NBA, these kind of guys are just blue chippers and they hold so much damn value. It's unbelievable. So that's why you have to move them. I mean, like Goose said, he's an all NBA defender. When you don't, when you're able to have that on your team and he's shooting 40% from three, he's like the ultimate three and D guy that you can have. Well, actually being able to run your offense, gets you in the half court at some point, you know, like he's this the most, he's the best piece you have to trade, and he, and he plays one through four. Um, he literally sucks. plays power forward for this team. Yeah, it's fucking brutal. It's I mean it, it's fucking brutal. He gave you thirty seven minutes tonight, three for seven from downtown for him. Uh, he had seven points, six assists, five boards, three steals, two blocks. He did have four turnovers and five fouls. Um, looking in the rear view was a major mistake. Moving off of Tibbs as a coach. Wow. 
This comes from U.S. Sports Cards on YouTube. If you want to throw comments in and you're on Twitter, I don't know if they work, but if you want to, just type one on here. I'll see if it works. I don't know if it fucking does or not. Or just go to YouTube because that's where we all see them. And uh, if you guys want to, uh, subscribe. If you don't, uh, give a fuck to subscribe, whatever. Don't give a shit. Tim's topic is a tough one, and obviously it's been close to a decade since he's been around here in Chicago. Um, his his approach and his mentality and the players that he looks for and the system that he likes to build of that hard-nosed mentality um, is definitely a fun brand of basketball to watch. And I think he's definitely got a lot of the right names over there. Hell, he pretty much just recruited uh, the whole Villanova championship team and said, hey, yeah. come back over and let's, let's do this thing. So, um, no, Tibbs has a nose for winners. He knows how to get um, things out of players that other coaches don't. Uh, some players hate him and others love him just because uh, if you get on the same page with him, he will take you to places that you want to be. Uh, but I don't think the Bulls made a, a mistake in moving on from when we saw what happened in Minnesota. Um, and it's taken him a while here with the Knicks to uh, get to where he wants to be. But he's got Jalen Brunson looking like an MVP candidate um, and the Knicks are running. So good for them. It's good for the NBA. Um, it's unfortunate that the thing that's good for the NBA is also the Bulls being good at basketball, and that just hasn't happened for us recently. But Tibbs is the ultimate third. Like how the Bulls played in the third quarter to make their comeback tonight against Sacramento is the exact coach that Tom Thibodeau is every quarter of every game. And if you <sighs> don't have Superman health and like endurance, you're gonna get burnout, and that's typically what happens to Tibbs. So like in like. I will tell you now, he is the best coach they've had in the 2000s, since the 2000s. I'm sorry, I know that's a long fucking time, because what year is it? Since, since Bill Jackson, he's the best coach that we've had. Yeah, and it's not close. It's, it's, it's really particularly not close. Not, I mean, you can make an argument right, for Skiles. He also did have the luxury of coaching the youngest MVP in league history. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, there was definitely – he didn't do it by himself. He had Derek fucking Rose. But, you know, he stayed competitive for years after Derek got fucking hurt, too. Yeah. You know, so – um, Tibbs was a great coach. Um, but yeah, for now, how, how everything fell, um, yeah, I don't, I guess it is what it is because, you know, you see good coaches bounce around all the time. I don't think he's, he's like on a pop level or anything like that, but yeah, no, the amount of championship coaches and coach of the year candidates that we've seen get fired in like the last several years is crazy. I mean, Dwayne Casey, won coach of the year fired, um, Monty fired, right. uh, you know, so it's, Coaches are pretty disposable in this league. Um, Tibbs is one worth holding on to. And I guess luckily for the Knicks, they they, they reached out and they've bought into the plan themselves and it it is working for them. So kudos. Right. We got a comment from Austin. Have to trade tomorrow before the deadline. He's not resigning with the Bulls this summer. Yeah, I mean, that's what we kind of talked about that earlier in the show. Um, we, we think that the Bulls should move on from tomorrow more reasons than one. Not that tomorrow's not a great player. He's been my favorite bull over the last three years. So, you know, he's unbelievably good. And, but. We've, and we've had these rumors since last year that Zach and DeMar, uh, though um, seemingly get along on a personal level, don't really get along when it comes to the professional level of things here. Um, and it does seem like the Bulls had somewhat decided that they were going to rock with DeMar over Zach, but now that that's not your case. You, you're not going to have 25 mil, 20 mil sitting on the side that you can be like, you know what? We know you declined, but we still uh, appreciate you as a player um, and as a vet, and we want to keep you around um, at a higher price than other teams are willing to offer you. Um, I, I think that option's off the table. So you you almost have to trade him. 
you have five days to recalibrate your approach to this deadline, which was to unload Zach Levine and get something positive back, um, even if that was just an expiring contract that you could get minutes for in your rotation this year. Um, you have to pivot from that to what is the max value I can get for the pieces on this roster that have value that aren't 25 years of age and younger. Um, you know, what, what What do you think Cleveland could use from us? You know, I mean, because listen, man, they're the fourth seed right now. I mean, you know. I don't know that Cleveland needs anything. I'm not saying got... they need. I mean, what do you think they could use that we have to offer? Do you think we can get a player from them that's, you know, not really no. a big part of what they do? No. When uh, there was the, all those Bulls trades that were out there and we ended up with Isaac Okora on our roster, uh, obviously somebody that I've always kind of liked. Uh, preferred him to Pat in that draft uh, myself, but I don't think he's somebody we're getting. I don't think there's anybody on our roster that they really need. You know? I was looking more of as, a, as a, one of their two-way guys and then Moni Bates. I'm just trying to get some people with some high. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to. Hey, man, I'm just trying to get some guys with. Oh uh, no, you no, know, I, I, I wish the Bulls would have found an extra second to get a Moni Bates. Um, or did he end up going undrafted? No, he got drafted. Oh, you know, no, there's no way he went undrafted. I think he went late, late, like 40s, yeah. 50. Yeah, 49, 49. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, look at inner, you know, division trades because, you know, like Zach's being rumored to Detroit, you know, how, like, they do some weird fucking interdivision trades, especially when one of the teams is competing, which we, we saw that in the past. So, no, um, I think Cleveland's in a spot where they – which was weird because they were rumored to be moving just about anybody and everybody at one point this season, too. Um, but then they had injuries and they went on that streak. So it's you're getting your reinforcements back in Mobley and Allen and Garland. Um, you're getting uh, almost three all-star caliber players back uh, just due to health over there. So, no, uh, and that's what's hard is like DeMar and Caruso, I think, can fit on most rosters. Um, I think Golden State for those two makes sense. Maybe take Andrew Wiggins' crappy contract back. Fuck, man, I'm trying to get out of them one. I'm trying to get out yeah, of well, one. Well, now you're stuck with Zach, so let's relive the Minnesota dream minus Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so, telling no, you, what I mean, a fucking dick kick. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not going to be pretty. I mean, I guess Chris Paul's more of an expiring. You could probably send Demar and Caruso for Kaminga and maybe some draft capital um, in Moody, uh, that kind of thing. Just two birds, one stone, and then find a happy home for Drummond. Um because no, I mean the way this is looking, it you're forced almost into resetting. Um, with, We're going to be resetting the rest of the roster around a guy. I swear to God, this is what's going to happen next year around around Lonzo Ball and, and fucking Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Clutch yeah. Sports is going to have us by the balls all off season because we've got sixty five million dollars worth of cap owed to two guys who are supposedly going to be coming back next year. And that's going to be our starting backcourt next year. No, well, Kobe will start, but hey, you know what? I miss the ball, Zach. So let's let, let, let's bring let's bring it back. We just got to drop the duh, because because it used to be double. Oh, okay, oh yeah, because we're not we're not gonna keep. Well, we we, can, we we can't have Demar. We we just need the ball, Zach. They're gonna totally fucking keep everybody this deadline. Just fuck this all up, man. Yeah, we're, we're doing continuity round four, and we'll do round five come this off season. That's fucking. Oh, is that unreal, dude? I can't handle it. All right, next game. Whew. Ooh, does that make me sick to my stomach that I have to fucking think? 
It's hard. It is hard work being a Bulls fan. It, it is funny to watch you have to swallow the pill that is Zach Levine is not going anywhere. Oh, man, because I was so fucking confident for a little bit that he was You were done. so ready. You were so ready. He would, I was kind of like, you know, and I know there's a lot of people that look people that I get along with well on, on Twitter that like the guy and that's totally fine. I, I hated this. We, we got stuck with at, this fucking guy at the point that this got to this scenario. Isn't killing me just because taking a bag of chips for a guy who has like 50, 40, 90 potential on 25 points per game. Even as ugly as it can be at times. Only player to ever do that in uh, Bulls history is Iota Sumu, and he did it tonight. Or last yeah. month, I'm sorry. 50, 40, 90 for a whole month. Okay. Yeah, Iota Sumu. Yeah, well, so, Zach, Zach is capable of doing so at a, at a higher volume than Io. Is uh, he? Because I don't think he's capable of being on the fucking floor right now. So I don't think he's capable to do shit, brother. I don't think he's been capable oh. to do anything. People go, like, this is what everybody's saying is like, Zach, I mean, look what look what they put around him. What do you mean? I mean a fucking all NBA player they put around him. Okay. An they all put, NBA player. They put one all NBA player around. Stop playing with me. They're stop number playing with me. Vooch is halfway competent. You stop. Vooch is halfway competent. Oh my God. You're gonna fucking shooting do that. 30% from three point and is one of the worst defense. Because he has to be like the best guy. Got to chuck up shots now because 40 million dollar man can't play. And he, you know what I'm saying? Like what this to is be what's fair, happening. $40 million man was supposed to get traded before these injuries happened. And that's on the front office. That's not I on $40 million. Man. Clutch. It makes me hate LeBron. I don't, I, I know it's on irrational. Cause I told you I was coming back around. I didn't, I didn't hate him anymore. This, this is the shit that makes me hate him that he did this, you know, like this is the, the of course it has to be the bulls too. Can't be some other fucking franchise. It has to be my team. You know, and what's funny These is that these teams one... suck behind me, Goose. They fucking suck. I mean, bad. Yeah, at least the Hawks got better. You know, that's there's that. But no, I mean, it, it is kind of funny because at one point I was, I was convinced that the the clutch thing might might actually be a positive that it might get players in here, and instead, the way that we've treated Zach with the clutch organization. We're probably not going to be able to get any stars in here. We're we're going to be blacklisted for the way that we've handled Zach Levine, and we're going to need to do it through the draft. That that's that's the thing that's that's tricky with messing with Clutch is you ruin that relationship. You will be blacklisted by their clients, and they are the top tier clients in this industry. Good fuck them. Is 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 Jokic on that team? Is any fucking is it no? I don't think. No, I think it's Jokic. I think Jokic is represented by his brothers, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I don't fuck clutch. I don't care. I mean, I got, I got two other fucking star attractions, and they're both hurt. You, just, you, you pretty much just just told the mafia that that, that you don't like them. Good man. That's what are they gonna do? I won't have to go to work tomorrow. Take me out, man. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't give a shit. Tomorrow's Sunday. I don't have to go to work anyway. But you know, it, I just it, dude. I. I don't care about being blackball. It's like the Scott Boris shit, right? Scott Boris clients in baseball. What do you mean you don't care about being blackballed? The way that we just handled Jimmy Butler, and now the way that not that Zach Levine is even a star of the caliber of Jimmy Butler, but now the way that we've handled Zach Levine, um, and, and we've already been the team that just overpays to get aging stars for the last decade or two. So, like this is this is getting worse. We we're supposed to be made cool again. 
Um, and, and instead, we are we are the opposite. We just wait around and we're behind the ball on everything. Zach could, Zach could have been a New York Nick. I know. I know. Oh my God! The and, then, and then the Knicks would still suck, and the Bulls would at least have a direction. But you know, we could have had Lowry marketing. Yeah, which ironically, Gar Pax uh, had more faith in Lowry than they did Levine. Um, similar to you know that building around a rookie contract as opposed to paying a guy that you know hasn't proven anything yet. And, Convinced yeah. AK got a job here because Jordan beat him when they were doing that Olympic shit just to fucking ruin the Bulls. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, so that's my new conspiracy theory. That's my new fucking tinfoil hat. Okay. Yeah, he I, came I, in I, here just to kill us from the inside, dude. Take the one. Uh, <laughs> I, I got. I I don't even know. Jordan took the one thing that he loves, so he's going to take the thing that we all love from us. Yeah, dude. He's gonna bring the the franchise oh, that he brought relevant. He can't take anything else from him. Unfortunately, the tweet that I saw our buddy Joe Cowley put out earlier said, "Start with this: Jerry's not selling the team, Billy's not getting fired, AK's not getting fired. Take that information from what you will and go from there, um, because that is our situation. the The people who are in charge of making decisions are not going anywhere, whether that's the coach, the front office, or the ownership." And we are stuck with this mindset of being content, being mediocre. I'm really glad that you chose to spend your Saturday nights with us here and the power of positivity that we spread. To be but, fair, usually you're so sauced we can't get on the show. <laughs> and I'm not right now. I'm not even slurring my words yet. Just give me a couple hours. It's been a, it's been a week. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to treat myself, you know. Yeah, no, it's... Just so everybody knows, I did try to give Buzz the out to not have to do the show tonight, especially when we were down dang near 30 points. You know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to sit here because the my daughters and my wife are having their movie night. So I'm going to sit here by myself, which is fine, and I'm going to rebuild the Bulls on the fucking 2K. Like I do every Saturday night. Well, not every Saturday night. Every like night during the week, it seems now. I was going to say so like sad. nightly. It's not weekly. I don't know why you're saying it's Yeah, dude. I'm just going to build a brand new team. You know, I don't. Um, I'm so I've had enough, man. I mean, no, now your new project for the night is build a roster around Zach Levine's contract, anticipating that he never plays again. And then also, we didn't even touch on this. Like, what's going on with fucking Patrick Williams here? You know, because what's he going to want? I mean, he's coming off of a season where he didn't prove himself, and he was once again um, not really available, uh, like he has been for the majority of his career. So. Think at least that might be the one positive for the Bulls that Patrick Williams did not play himself into twenty million dollars, and you might be able to get him on a Kobe White esque contract that you still have a small amount of hope that he can uh, surpass and have a similar breakout season uh, during that second contract um, at a bargain price. But other than that, I ain't got anything positive for you right now, buddy. No, I'm just going to fucking play 2K, to be honest with you. What, what, what's the late game? Is there a late NBA game or are they all done? Damn it, they're all done. I wonder what's on good college-wise. I'll watch that while I build my team because this is fucking miserable, dude. I Like, Zach getting surgery was, I mean, just the biggest kick in my dick today. Yeah, no, when I scrolled and I saw I can't that. imagine how horrible he feels. I want I want him to be healthy. I want the kid to be okay. I don't want – I just don't I just don't want him on my team. That, that That's not a bad Well, thing. and the Detroit thing, like, I tweeted about it the other day. I wanted to even feel bad for him because, like, yeah, you has to get traded and you get shipped to Detroit. That's that's horrible. 
But at the same time, you're going to get 15% extra on your contract to go to Detroit. They have a decent young team in terms of like potential talent-wise, and you have a star there in Cade Cunningham who fits your timeline better than DeMar and Vooch ever have or will. So I don't think Detroit's a bad spot for Zach, especially if he wants to be the dude um, ever. I think Cade would still be the dude there. But of all the teams that he could be moved to, Detroit is one of maybe two or three where he still has the opportunity to be that dude um, and to be traded to a team within your division to continue to stick it to the team that said screw you and gave up on you. Um, given the way Zach's career has gone and he has improved almost yearly, I, I don't know why that was a bad scenario. Define, define is that dude before we go, because I know we, we're running a little bit over, but define is that dude. Zach Levine is that dude if he might be that dude if he goes to Detroit. Define is that dude. Um, Cade would not have to score as much, but Zach would not be the primary ball handler or initiator for a team. So he could be the scoring dude without having to be the James Harden everything dude. I think he'll give you 25, 5, and 5 empty calorie fucking points like he did here. And in Detroit, that sounds like a perfect fit. Exactly. Mediocrity. This is fucking Chicago. We need better. And I wasn't saying for Chicago that it's acceptable. I was just saying. No, Chicago sucks too, but I mean, we're, 15, well, we're be- we should be better than Detroit, right? Getting 15% so. extra on 40 plus million dollars a year to uh, drive down the road to your new home. Um, and still have the opportunity to be the face of said franchise, um, I don't think is necessarily as bad as getting traded even to the team that you wanted to go to in L.A. and being the third or fourth face on a team that's trying to contend. So. How do you feel? Now that we got everything out there, we've talked about it, how do you feel as we're getting ready to close this episode out? I feel like I'm going to be crying in five days when this is the roster that we're stuck with and after uh, half, two-thirds of a season of talking about all the moves that could or should be made with this roster, we are going to be stuck doing absolutely nothing. And I'm, it's just going to suck. All that hype, all that hype, all that necessity, all that we, we acknowledge what is wrong here, and we're just waiting for the right time to make the decisions that we need to kind of spiel to do nothing would be baffling. So the clock's ticking. Heck, it's more like four days now. Um, so we'll, we'll see what we're stuck with for the rest of the year. We do own our draft pick this year. Um, so it, it is what it is, but a a direction would be nice. And it feels like we've been saying that since Lonzo ball got hurt. So if you haven't seen enough yet, Acme, I don't know what else you need to see. Those beautiful closing words from you, man. Bulls play the Timberwolves on Tuesday at 7 o'clock in Chicago. We really hope a trade is done between now and then, and if there is, we will do an episode for it. If you want to join us again, we had a lot of listeners tonight. Thank you guys for coming into the podcast, chilling out with us, having a good time, and living the misery with us. We'll see you on Tuesday after the Bulls take on the Timberwolves. Trade someone, Bulls.